what was the problem you tried to solve by hiring virtual assistants with my outtest? Uh, so the first person that we hired worked on the title side and dealt with data entry, um, reviewing contracts, putting that information, getting it going in a software that we use called Qualia. Yeah. Um, and then also getting all of the, the stuff going as far as ordering title, ordering a municipal lien search, like getting all the wheels in motion to get their job is to get all the information so that our people here can start making decisions and moving forward. That's cool, man. Okay. So in your world, attorney, title attorney, like what is your primary focus when you think um, outside of the title on the attorney side? What, where do you, what do you focus on? You mean mine individually? Yeah. So mine individually is on scaling the company at this point. Okay. So I'm, I'm running the organization. I have a few legacy clients, but that was, we, I specifically merged the firm uh, beginning of this year for the purpose of bringing on, um, bringing on a buddy who's a, a, another really, really good attorney to kind of run the law practice. Hmm. So, you know, should we settle? Should we go? What kind of discovery should we do? All that kind of stuff is now is handled largely by somebody else. I'm handling the making sure the employees have the right thing, recruiting good talent, promoting the culture and the vision of the company, and then help expand our company and, and, and bringing on the folks that we need and the processes that we, we need to implement and things like that. Well, and I'm guessing in, in our book, we wrote about revenue being like air, right? If you're listening right now you're, and you're breathing, which you probably are, when you're growing and scaling a company, revenue is like the air that we breathe. So I wonder, how do you stay focused on revenue? and also not practice being an attorney. I'm curious how you're balancing those two, two things. At first, it's really hard and it's just pure effort. I mean, I, I just, it's just, you've got to put in the time and the effort. I mean, anybody who says starting any kind of company is easy is, is, is not being truthful, I don't think. It's just pure brute force effort. Once you can get to a point where you can start staying fiscally responsible and not expand beyond your means and you can keep the revenue going and just constantly reinvesting your operating income back into hiring another employee and bring on a new system or, or, or bring on a, a, you know, quality is a great software, but it's not cheap. Um, you know, things like that. I, I will tell you, you know, not, not a plug necessarily a plug for you guys, but like a virtual professional was a great way to leverage, you know, a more cost-effective option than hiring another person here in the States. They've been very, very effective on what they've done. Probably cost half at most of what a, a, a U.S. based employee would do. So that would, that certainly helped as well. That's cool. We're going to, we're going to call this video attorney hires a virtual assistant for half, you know, like that's going to be our, <laughs> that's going to be the tagline. Um, okay. So let's go back to when you first hired a virtual assistant with us, we had a conversation. I said, absolutely. We can, we can serve you. Um, what was surprising about our process or surprising about the virtual assistant for you? Like, was there any delight in, in, in going through the hiring process with us? Um, the overall quality of the, the candidates that you guys provided. And, and so when, when we first went through this process, it was, you know, kind of give us a job description, give us understanding what you're looking for. Let us go out and find some candidates, come back to you. You guys I'm trying to remember probably sent me five or six resumes. And, and I think we called it down to, to four interviews or five interviews, something like that. Um, you're not knowing what to expect with the initial interviews. You're thinking, you know, am I going to be able to understand these people? What's the quality going to be like? Are they going to be knowledgeable? And, and I'm not, I'm not just like, you know, patronizing you, but we, when I left my, my, my operations person for the closing company, we did the interviews together. When we walked out of there, we thought three of the four were hireable. Hmm. And so it, it became a matter of what's the best fit. Now I've hired a bunch of other people 
and, and you're hoping when you interview 15, you get two that are at least hireable. You know, it's just, it's just a numbers game. So when we walked out of the thing and wow, 75% of the candidates that you guys provided to us, we thought could have been hired. And now we're picking from the best as opposed to will any of these people work? Then it was, it was a, it was a great relief. The, 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 there was zero language barrier whatsoever. Their skills were incredible. Their work ethic is impeccable. Um, their willingness to learn and get better, uh, the, the, their, um, the rate at which they improved. Um, yeah, I love it. And what advice would you give to somebody who's thinking about this, specifically an attorney? And we have you here today because your whole industry is a little risk adverse and very <laughs> litigious and they read contracts and they, you know, they're, they're like, they're really concerned. And so um, having an attorney as a customer, you know, we only have a handful, I'd say probably 10 out of thousands of customers. So you're a rare breed here at my outest. <laughs> what suggestions or advice would you give another attorney thinking about hiring a virtual assistant? The first thing that I would tell them is what we're doing right now. And that is, I have, I have made an announcement to the entire team that any hiring decision from here on out, you will need to explain to me why we don't hire a virtual professional. And that's the first step. And I'm, I'm, I'm not just, again, I'm not just saying this because I'm talking to you. And, and there's some that's not going to be the case. Like if we're like, no, we need an attorney to go to hearings. I can't hire a virtual professional for that. Yeah. I, I get it. But when it comes to administrative support, scheduling hearings, preparing documents, um, I will say it, the just like any other US-based employee, to, to the extent that they're more repetitive, it's easier to train. You know, you start getting higher up to more like bespoke motions and high level appellate practice. I get having somebody who's been to law school or, or high paralegal training is, is applicable for that. But whether it's like a, the, the low level stuff, as far as maybe responding to emails, organizing files, whenever new documents come in, making sure those get put in the right place. Um, we use uh, Marco for a lot of collection work that we have. Yep. So for example, we represent a lot of community associations. So condos and homeowners associations, and at times people don't pay their assessments. And it's a, that stuff's not, one, you got to know what you're doing. You got to pay attention. Paying attention to details is incredibly important. It's very time consuming just to get it and get it on the right spot. But now I can take Marco, he gathers up all that information and gives it to my associate. My associate probably spends five minutes on it as opposed to 35 minutes of just setting up the files the right way, naming everything properly, going through and setting up Clio the right way. So it's just, it's been an, an incredible use of time.